Welcome back to Movie Drunks, where we get drunk, we watch movies, and sometimes we talk about the movie. I'm Danny. I'm Dan. Yeah, so we uh, got a nice little review here for you this uh, this time around. Um, it's the newest installment in the Halloween franchise, Halloween Kills. Yes. Uh, just in time for Halloween. So, that yes. was always predicted. Shocker. Um, Which is my favorite yes. holiday and my favorite movie franchise. Or well, second movie, favorite movie franchises, I think. It's one of your. It's one of your favorites. One of my favorites. Halloween is like is my second favorite movie, um, behind Almost Famous, and we've reviewed both of those movies on the podcast. So that's kind of cool. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So uh, this is a review. So basically, we just kind of jump right into it. Uh, so Dan, what did you think about the movie? All right. So I say this every time, but I thought the beginning was very slow. <laughs> of course. Um, it- not in a not in like the traditional slow way, but but like I didn't remember what the fuck happened in uh, the Halloween that we came out in twenty eighteen. I was like, okay, I know Lori got stabbed. Why the fuck is she not here? Where is she? And it started off with like the flashbacks to nineteen seventy eight, which was really cool, really well done, by the way. Um, yeah, I thought that was like one of the coolest parts because like we don't you don't yeah. ever see like a flashback. I don't think you've ever you're, there's ever a flashback in any of the movies, other than this one. No, no so that, that's really not. interesting. It was a really cool aspect to see like different parts of the film which we never got to see, which obviously are remade. But it still is really cool to see. Um, and like okay, anyway, back to it being slow. I know I think it <laughs> hit it hit a bump for me. Some I'm trying to remember where it was. Um, kind of when we got to the bar and. I guess after we saw Tommy for the first time, like that's where it kind of slowed down a little bit. But then it woke me back up when we have, you know, Lori screaming in the back of the truck, don't go there. Yeah. Let it burn. Yeah. That whole thing. I um, thought, so yeah, I mean, like, I agree with you, like kind of getting like the low down of, I mean, maybe it's cause I'm just a huge fan, huge fan. I heard, I know everything about, I know all about like, you know, Tommy Doyle. And like, I thought it was really interesting to see Tommy, Lonnie, uh, nurse uh what's her name marion um and uh lindsay um they are in the bar i thought i just thought that was so interesting to see like these characters that like were just like little kids or like you know young adults when the first movie came out and now they're like they came back and like they're just kind of like haunted by this boogeyman that haunted them 40 years ago and i just thought that was so interesting and like but like you know i can understand why you why you think it was slow because it was just them kind of recounting like the like what happened so yeah it see i haven't seen the original halloween since last year i didn't know who i didn't recognize the names i it's like okay i, I mean cool it's really cool that they brought it back like the actual people too for the most well, part they so, didn't Tom, obviously tommy it's not the original tommy obviously but yeah, I, I think like, they're i think it's an entire uh, other than nurse marion i think it's like I, th- I think they're all new new actors i don't think they are well, Anthony Michael Hall is Tommy, and then I recognize yes. that other guy from, uh, like, Lonnie. I recognize him from uh, Midnight Mass. He's um, Joe you know that, Joe Collie. Yeah, yeah, I know. Hold on, hold on. I'm looking this up right now. Uh, I just saw this when I was looking through the trivia. Um, yeah, Lonnie and Tommy were recast, but the rest of them, I think, are the same. Wait, that's the original Lindsay? I think so. Oh, I'm that's so fucking cool, dude. I'm still looking. I'm trying to find it. Keep talking. Anyway, like, so, 
Basically, well, the movie opens up on Cameron finding Sheriff Hawkins. or uh, did, Is it Sheriff? No, it's not Sheriff. It's uh, Officer Hawkins, who we, who we kind of heard. We heard in the beginning was, was the, the first responder to Michael's first killing spree in 1978. And I like that, like, Cameron kind of kind of has like a Steve um, from Stranger Things like kind of turn where he's not he's not exactly a, like, sure he was a dick in the first one where he threw he threw his girlfriend's phone uh, Allison's phone in the um, in the punch bowl or whatever um, so he was an asshole and everything but I like that he's kind of like still like a decent human being and is like and he- tries to help him out and uh, yeah, like, no, he's leading out but yeah I hmm. I just thought I. And I like I, I don't know I just like the kind of like dickheads to to heroes like uh, trope I guess now um, yes but yeah then then we open up then we go to 1978 where we get that kind of where we get the flashback with uh, Michael on his on his on the night of his killing spree and then it's just so cool I I like, I, I got so giddy when I first saw when like at the ending shot when he's like standing outside of the of the house. And like the yeah. police are surrounding him, and like, dude, it's exactly, it's exactly like 1978, or ni- when he was when he killed his sister in 1963. I'm just like, oh mm-hmm. fuck, it's so perfect, such a perfect yeah, fucking shot. Really well done. Uh, I did find out. You're gonna tell me if these names are the right people. Obviously, Jamie Lee Curtis, Charles Cyphers, Kyle Richards, Nancy Stevens, and Nick Castle all reprised their roles. Um, Nick Castle, uh, he was the original shape. Uh, or original Michael Myers, so I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't, he, un, like, I wouldn't put it past him to kind of cameo in here. But I know that the guy, the new guy who plays him is, um, uh, I forgot his name, but it's three, it's three names, and it's like it sounds like a like a regular name. Ah, oh, what's his name? Yeah, uh, I'll find it later. Anyway, I'll find it later. But dude, uh, so as you can tell, I loved this movie. Um, I thought it. I know it's really early to say. And I could be shooting myself in the foot or stabbing myself in the in the throat, but um, to keep it themed Halloween. But uh, I think this might be the best one. Okay. I think yeah. I think out of every Halloween movie, maybe maybe H two O. I mean, well, a, a Halloween sequel because you can't beat the original. But I think this one is just so energetic, and it it does so many new things that are just. Like I didn't see coming, and like you know, and they they even try to do some commentary on like, you know, like our like our systems of like like um, and um, you know, and like how angry mobs turn into like how they like the morality of an angry mob, and like like are they monsters? You know, I just thought it was so interesting, and they didn't have to do that. They could have just done a regular slasher film, and just had Michael just kill a bunch of people, which of course they do, but they. They turn they turn the morality on on its head, and I just thought, oh, it's just so interesting. Speaking of the kills, let's get into some of those kills because they were fucking brutal. Let me tell yeah. you, holy shit! Like these are definitely the most brutal kills I've seen Michael Myers do. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, like I- especially with the firefighters. Holy shit! Like that just started off. It's like, oh my fuck, dude. The, the, <laughs> Dude, how how Michael is introduced into this movie, so fucking perfect. He comes out from behind like the the shed, and he just yep. like straight up, you know, it's just like, I'm like, yep, it's Michael. He's here. He's gonna fucking kill you. And uh, and then he just like, I love how he just like tees up 
Like they get, they both get in there. Like um, it's Michael versus all of the first responders. Yeah, and they yep. get, they get like they uh, stack up to each other, and uh, you know, you know, Michael's gonna win. Like you know, but mm-hmm. but it's just so interesting. It's so cool to see him just like go, just brutalize these people. I mean, <laughs> in in a fun way though. <laughs> but yeah, in, yeah. Well, in a fun way. Well, like in in like a in like a, this is a movie kind of way. I don't I don't yeah. like seeing people tortured and killed but like if when it's done like <laughs> bloody bloody massacre just over the top as fun as this yeah. movie was uh i think my favorite like of the firefighters getting killed was this chainsaw or the buzzsaw oh god that was oh jesus <laughs> oh yeah. i like the first guy where he just got fucking like stomped didn't he get stomped or something like, i think he got like remember. a like a like his like uh crowbar to the face yeah, the he, yeah, yeah he, kept, he kept smashing yeah and then just yeah brains yeah, but I think I think the two most kind of brutal deaths in this um, would have to be I don't know his name, um, but the the black guy um, with the knife to the eye. Yeah, the, see, the that nurse. one was that one was bad, but like that one is not nearly as. Rough I for I me. just I just like couldn't handle when he's just like uh uh uh. Oh, when, like, yeah. when he's still alive with the knife in his eye. I'm like, yeah, oh I mean, shit, yeah. that's so crazy. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I think the one who takes the cake is Lonnie, or uh, not Lonnie, uh, Cameron. Where you're gonna have to remind me. You're gonna have to remind me of the names. Uh, Cameron's the boyfriend. Uh oh. Yeah, where he gets like, like his like fucking gets stabbed oh. in the chest or in the in the stomach, then he gets dragged down the hallway, and he gets like his just back and forth um up and down like breaking his back and his neck and then like slamming it down on like the wood pieces on like the banister and then and then to top it all off he just snaps his fucking neck yeah <laughs> just just, just as, as a fuck you to Allison just like in her oh. face like oh dude <laughs> oh. i think the most i think a brutal one not necessarily in brutality but um the other escaped patient that escaped with michael yeah uh, he he ended up, you know, getting trapped between kind of like a, um, what do you want to call it? A, uh, a ha- like a hallway, a closed, just a closed off hallway. That's what I'll call it. Yeah. Um, a vestibule. That's, that's what I was looking for. A vestibule. So a vestibule, like, you know, two doors on each side. And then there's a mob thinking it's Michael Myers, just like, uh, banging and everything. He's getting scared and he's like, fuck it. And he jumps, he goes out onto like this ledge. He breaks a window, goes out on the ledge and just ends up jumping yeah and fuck i was like oh my god and the, then the build up like, that scene yeah oh. yeah like i like that like i mean like i was wondering where he were because uh, from what i remember in the 2018 they they hadn't located all of the all of the patients um yeah so i was wondering where he went and like when they weren't in when that one scene with tommy like when he's outside of the bar and then tommy's like comes up to it in the car with the baseball bat mm-hmm. I'm like, there's no, there's no way it's my, it's Michael because they're not showing his face or they're not showing the mask or anything. So I'm like, this yeah. is, this has to be somebody else. Um, and then I'm like, oh, it's the penguin dude. Yeah, penguin dude. Uh, he goes flat. <laughs> yeah, he and did. it he... was no that that one shot. I was like, oh, eesh, that was that was rough. Yeah, when he starts twitching um, and stuff. Oh God, yeah, that was that was rough. And then like just the whole build up in that scene, as I was saying, um. It just, that's not Michael. And they, the crowd just didn't care. They're just merciless. They just want to end. They just wanted this. blood. Yeah, they wanted blood. They want 
the fucking curse to end and everything, and it's just, oh, yeah. poor, poor dude. He just he was scared, and he's like, oh fuck, it just had, had no other choice. Yeah, exactly. And like, you know what I I found interesting about this movie is that like, um, they so the lore behind Halloween, like you you probably you probably don't know, but um, since uh, since I'm I, a I know some, you know, yeah, you know a little bit, but. So the whole lore about around it has always been Laurie and the sister connection and like you know like her her connection to Michael and like that that was like the like the enduring bond but that held all these movies together and that's why in um Resurrection it didn't it didn't work when they just killed her off and um you know and then she's she's all crazy and they just kill her off and then it's about a completely separate like uh all these other teenagers that nobody cares about. But what mm. I found interesting about this is like, they'll go into the premise saying it's not about Lori. It's about the town. It's about Michael. And like, you know, maybe he wasn't looking out at the Haddonfield. He was looking at himself. It's a, he just, he just wants vengeance or not what, not vengeance, but blood. And he's like, cause he's pure evil and evil never dies. And I love, I love that they brought it back to that route and like, and made it not made it like, not stop there. Like they were able to add on top of that and like, Oh, it's so good. This is exactly what the Halloween franchise is all about. Yeah. That's, ex- this is exactly what John Carpenter was trying to get across where he's pure evil. He doesn't die. He, he's the essence of, he's the shape, you know? And he is the shape. Oh, dude, it's like, and I love, I love that they, they made the, the town of Haddonfield its own character. Like, you know how like Gotham city is always a character to Batman. Yeah. Like they made Haddonfield and the the people in it like a living, breathing body, and and headed up by Tommy Doyle, obviously. Um, but dude, like, I mean, I don't know. You want to talk about the ending? Um, before we get to that, let's do a little trivia here because I fa- I did find a few things. Okay, so um, I found that obviously. Tommy was played by Paul Rudd at one point in one of the movies. Yeah, um, Halloween 6. Yes. Of course you knew which one it was. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, he, uh, he was asked to rep- reprise his role, actually, for this movie. Uh, he was the first pick over um, Michael... Anthony uh, Michael Hall. Anthony Michael Hall, Jesus Christ. I wanted to say Michael C. Hall, Jesus. Um, <laughs> that would have been cool, though. <laughs> that would have been really cool. But, uh, no. Um, he... Uh, he had the scheduling issue with Ghostbusters Afterlife, so he didn't oh, do it. Dude, that, yeah. that would have been the ultimate fan service right there if they if they yeah. brought brought him back. I mean, Anthony Michael Hall does definitely like, if not if not like a better job than I could see Paul Rudd doing because he kind of he can, he can kind of fall into the role more instead of being like, hey, that's Paul Rudd. Um, but dude, that would have been like the most awesome fan service ever, right there. Yeah, because he's a he's from what I was reading, he's a big fan favorite in that movie. Uh, in Halloween Six. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like he's the kind of like the only good actor in the movie, so it's kind of it's kind of hard not to like latch on to him. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Because <laughs> that movie is not good. There's there's a whole cult <laughs> aspect to it that like nobody likes no. and like I have no idea why they went down that road, which so that that and, you know bringing it back to this movie though, it, it kind of in contrast to that where it's like how out of hand like that that like like the druid cult can get and like you know the the lore of Michael Myers, if they just keep it as simple which they did, 
is keep it just keep it simple. He's pure evil. He stalks. He stalks anybody and any anyone. Um, and oh man, I love this movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, I one more piece of trivia I found that was really cool is Jamie Lee Curtis has played Laurie Strode in six different decades. Six. Six decades. So, so we got the first one. 81 so, with Halloween 2. 98. 98. Yep. 2002. Yep. Uh, 2018 and now 2021. That is, that's, wow. She, yeah. And considering that she's not, she's not in the majority of them. Um, no. Yeah. That's actually like good for her. You know, she's getting Crazy. a paycheck. Even if not being in it, she was not the center of attention in this movie at all. She was barely in it. No, and I some fans are going to be upset about that. Um, oh but yeah, I, I agree. I think they they do enough to make up for it um, because you know the, it's not about Lori; it's about Michael. It's yeah, a, yeah. As they're saying, it's, it was never about me. It was about yeah, uh, the, yeah, whatever. Yeah, so, it, like it, so. She, he's they're they're changing they're changing the lore of Michael in a good way. I think yes, or they're maybe a lateral move to me because they do enough with the town and they do enough with with the old characters that they're bringing back and like haunting and the making Michael Myers really more of the boogeyman that he he was meant to be instead of just the guy who stalks his sister. So, mm, true, true. Um, so speaking of fan service, or do you want to talk about something? Well, I, so I don't keep like giving prompts. <laughs> um, oh yeah. I mean, I could go on and on about this movie. Um, right. Do you want to talk about the ending then? Yeah. Let's talk about the ending. <laughs> so Michael, after killing Lonnie and killing Cameron and facing off against Allison, who almost dies, um, Karen comes in to save the day with, uh, Chekhov's pitchfork, um, yeah. which was which we we can talk about Big John and Little John, which that that was kind of a cool aspect. I thought yeah, that, were, that was that was weird, but it, it worked. Yeah, um, well, it's definitely the, Danny McBride. In definitely there. McBride. <laughs> yeah. So um, there you go. Yeah, they. Oh, uh, the, well, one of the uh, Big John. He fucking brutal death. Oh my god, he's yeah. got his eyes gouged out. But fuck. Yeah, that might be um, like number three death for me, where it's like the most brutal. How about that one for a second? Jesus, oh, yeah, that one made me squeamish for sure. I just I love the updates to this to this world where they're they're including people like that live in the Myers house, and they're like, "Do you know who lived here?" And they're, so they're all in on the legend and stuff, and you know, and like they they scare the kids and stuff, and like and those kids end up coming back um, later on, which we. Well, we don't. We see their on or off-screen deaths, um, which I thought was really cool. Um, but yeah, but so you know, back to the ending though. Uh, Karen comes in to save the day, um, stomps on Michael's neck, stabs him with the pitchfork, and then takes his mask and kind of plays like, like, oh, you want it, boy? Come and get it. Come get your mask. And she lays it out in the middle of the road, and then <laughs> two car door or car lights turn on. And the entire town who have been, you know, thirsty for blood all this entire movie are standing all around him. And like, finally, it's like that Halloween four moment where like the town tracks him down and shoots him. Mm -hmm. Um, But like in such a well done way, 
and it's oh dude i shit my pants when i'm just like oh my god like i told you in the theater like if they end it right here i'm gonna i'm gonna fucking kill somebody yeah yeah you were you were like no no and i was like yo they're definitely going to but they didn't yeah they <laughs> they didn't thank god but i, I would have been like because I heard, I heard before this movie that like it's definitely where they say it's definitely a good movie, but it it, it feels incomplete. And I thought what they meant was they were going to end and on such like the best cliffhanger ever. Um, but I'm like, oh no, how how is Michael going to get out of this one? And because you know uh, he's well, e- he's pure evil, he can't die, and you can't kill him with brute force. Yeah, and as like they I. Said. As as they were saying that, I'm like, oh, he's going to come back. He's just playing possum, and he fucking was. And dude, like, oh, so I mean, well, I'm getting ahead of myself. So basically, the town beats him to death. Um, they shoot him a bunch of times. He's still up. He's still trying to fight them. Tommy's wailing on him with the bat, and then Karen um, comes in with the with the final stab to the neck, just to make sure that he's truly dead. I thought it was his back. But yeah. Oh, it was his All back. Right. Okay. I, I thought it was his back. Yeah, it could have uh, been. Yeah. But then we get this haunting final speech from Lori, and I wish I could. I wish it, it, it was online so I could read it uh, out on here. But something about, um, you know, evil never dies. Um, you know, so she's kind of like coming into her role as Loomis. Um, yes, but in, in like a in a revamped way, in a better way, um, not just like a stale recreation of it. Um, and she's talking with Hawkins, and she says. You know, you can't kill it with brute force. It it lives and breathes no matter what. And then Michael comes up from the grave and, you know, slices a Sheriff Brackett, who is a great callback, great callback to, like, one of the original characters. And I think that was the original actor, too. Um, but slices his throat, um, kills the entire town, basically, who's who's still around um, after, yeah. after the party's over. And, you know, Tommy... Yes, has like a face to face kind of last showdown with with Michael and it's I like how it's all shot in close up and we don't really get to see exactly what's going on but we know that like you know Tommy's dead you know he gets stabbed he gets fucking slapped in the face with the with the baseball bat and it's like and he, you see his gro- like his reaction is just like oh oh no uh. yeah it was <laughs> oh uh, that was that was <laughs> poor Tommy yeah no, um, but, and I like that he was kind of like a secondary hero in this movie and I like you know and I'm always a huge fan of like like in like Infinity War where the heroes lose um and I just I just love that I just love that like you know subverting expectations the, the dirty word but it worked <laughs> yeah and then you know the end uh Karen looks out Michael's window and uh you know sees a reflection and then right behind her Michael's reflection and Bye bye, Karen. <laughs> yeah, and it's like I like it's a great, great I did not final death. That she, I was expecting it the whole movie. Like, when is she gonna fucking die? And then she finally dies. <laughs> like, I was expecting her to die in the very beginning. Um, nah, not I, the very, not the very beginning, but like you know, early on when something. I don't know. <laughs> I I liked I like her story. I mean, I I think if you're gonna end the movie, you got to end it with one of the big three, with meaning um, Lori. Allison or Karen dying. Um, I'm surprised Lori didn't die. I'm really surprised she didn't. She's got to end this thing, you know. Yeah, she's she's got to you know when Halloween ends. That's what that's literally what it's going to be called. Um, she's got to be the one to to either go like down swinging with Michael, or like go down to hell with him or something. 
Yeah, that's exactly what she said. She said something very similar to that. She's like, oh, if, basically, if I go down, he's coming with me, that kind of thing. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I liked how Karen was trying to understand evil, and I think that's – that. like, she got too too close to understanding it by, like, looking out and seeing her own reflection. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. And so, you know, when Michael Michael kind of pops up behind her, which I don't know how she how he would have done been able to do that. Um, Whatever. But it's, you know, it, it's, it's the boogeyman. Yeah. You know, maybe he yeah, went through the back door, and maybe that because like again, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. ah man, dude, this movie, this movie is so good. Wild, fucking wild movie. Yeah. Um, I want to read you one of the reviews right now it's like a, it's a seven out of ten they've given it okay um so this is a fan review this is not a critic review um he was expecting the killings to be more gruesome what the fuck are you talking about dude those were pretty fucking gruesome <laughs> yeah he's pretty he's off base there they said oh this is uh just dull kills I'm like what no it was not that was these were pretty good kills um I think maybe he means uh, that they weren't like inventive, like you know, like you know how like um, Jason like has like the sleeping bag kill and like yeah, Freddy has the finger knives where like and like you know like he has um remember in part three or in Stream Dream Warriors he like uses like his hand as like a puppet strings and he cuts them. I'm thinking he means some more like interesting because like basically Michael just stabs and you know slashes and beats people with bats and stuff and choke. But like you know we uh, had we have the Big John's death, where he gouges his eyes out. I thought that was interesting. So yeah, I, th- I think that the one I'm reading is actually like a uh, a fake review. Now I'm looking at it. This looks pretty fake to me. Oh, it's like a troll. Uh, yeah, it looks like it. I'm look. I'm gonna look for a real one. Hold on. Uh, actually, you know, let's just go to the critic reviews. Let's just go for critics. Yeah. Um. All right. So I'll give you a few, and then you just pick which one you would trust. Is there one you actually like to look at for critic reviews or no? Personally, like just based on my my relationship with you know wokeness and critics, I I tend to not even look at them. The only critics that I actually listen to are Jeremy Johns and Chris Stuckman. But like oh, wow. anyone from like New York yeah. Times or like uh, okay, um, okay, I got one from from Hot Hot Robin Productions, um, inspired by this. Sounds... <laughs> yeah. <That> okay. <laughs> Hot Robin Productions. Uh, he said the caption or the title is inspired by nostalgia may help, but not entirely. Uh, the movie is very entertaining and uses what worked in the first one. When they said it was Halloween kills on acid, they weren't lying. They really do go balls deep in that direction for the first uh, of the first one. Um, the performance and actors literally carry the movie. I think the problem isn't David Gordon Green and his vision, but it's more of the absurdity and con- convolution. The movie tries to force into it at once. Sometimes it feels much more bloated than what it needed to be. Characters, I won't. It won't be for everyone. It certainly isn't a great or even good movie, but it is solid enough to be worthy of a sequel, and of course, is better than anything else in the franchise. I disagree partly because, mm-hmm. dude, like the characters. I agree. The characters do carry the movie, um, you know, and they 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 do go, but. I don't know. I don't think the story is as convoluted as he makes it out to be. Um, he tries to force into it at once. Sometimes it feels much more bloated than what it needed to be. Yeah, I think I read this one. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I think, 
you know, I, I just think this one, it, it gave me, it gave me everything that I wanted. I, I can see that like some people may be turned off by the kill by the, they kill Marion kind of, kind of like, you know, not, they don't really honor her with a good, with like a inventive death. Um, mm-hmm. but, and I think that the convolution he's, he's talking about is with the patient where that kind of comes out of left field a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. Or with the penguin, I wasn't gonna call him the penguin guy because he reminds me of the penguin from Batman. Um, but I can see where he he means that. But the convolution, other than that, it's 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 very simple. Michael is on a killing spree on Halloween. Like, what else is there other than the town, the town kind of creating a mob and you know going out for blood? That, that that's the only like other plot there, right? Like, am I missing something? No, I don't think you are. I don't know. But yeah, what um, else you got? The one I'm reading. So, what's most disappointing is the reimagining of Curtis's Lori as a fierce warrior grandmother hardened by PTSD into a tough customer at considerable cost to her personal relationships. But she's basically sidelined for post-surgery recovery, which I agree. She was sidelined most of the movie, and people are not going to be happy with that. We talked about that. Right. So... I, I get that. Um, uh, in a screenplay co-written by uh, Scott Teams, Dan McBride, and David Gordon Green, uh, the storytelling skills are trouble from the start. It's a 20 minutes before we even find Lori. Um, and then before that, it's like a clunky detour and messy recaps of Michael's history from from 1978. You know, like, what? It, it wasn't that clunky. It was pretty good. It I was... I mean, maybe they're seeing this for like the third time, and they're they're like, "Oh, I know what's going to happen." And we're it's not going to be until, you know. But if they do see this, like, the first one sort of subtly hinted at, like, this isn't really about Lori. This is like about, you know, because the doctor, the doctor brings Michael to Lori to get her involved in the story, and mm-hmm. and they they kind of in this movie they kind of like repeat that like hey it was it's not about Lori. it's 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 about it's about michael and like and so i guess with with I, I think this person is going into it thinking that it's 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 honoring or it's it's sticking with the original with the original lore and um i'm not necessarily like i can understand his, their perspective because like this, this franchise has been about Lori for so long. And the first movie was very much Lori's movie. Um, and now, and now to see her sidelined, if we're setting up a new trilogy about her, well, yeah, people are going to be upset that she's barely in this one. But at the same time, they, I think they have a valid reason for her being sidelined. I would have liked Hawkins to be more around, but again, he has another valid reason to be in sidelined. Oh, you know, injured. (laughs) So yeah, yeah, I don't know. Uh, they also talked about the the last thing I want to talk about with this article is that um, it's kind of like how far they stray from the use of the music that Carpenter had. There wasn't that much music in this film. Yeah, it wasn't that much inventive music, and I was kind of missing that a little bit because um, yeah, the music is notes or whatever. Or, yeah, yeah, it, it's it, it's what makes that's what makes the Halloween movie. That's what like the cherry on top. The the music. And they had a few inventive, well, not inventive, but they had some cool, cool stingers here and there that I liked. Um, yeah, but nothing memorable like uh, uh, the shape hunts Allison. Like I remember when I saw, heard that for the first time in theaters, where it's like, 
like dee 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 wow it's like the electric guitar <laughs> yeah you know exactly what i'm talking about yeah i think that was the synth but yeah yeah or it's some it's something weird like that. I don't fucking know. I'm pretty yeah. sure I'm pretty sure on the behind the scenes I saw like it was an electric guitar played with a with a violin bow to uh, kind of get the. Vroom. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. Yes, I I do remember that. Okay. Yeah, but so it's uh, you have stuff like that, and the first one is kind of like an anniversary. I mean, it was the anniversary, the 40th anniversary of the first Halloween. Um, and then this one, you know, you're missing that. You're missing that element of. So I, I agree with them. John Carpenter's music could have been, you know, did he do the music for this one? I don't think he did. Yeah, he did. It said original music by them. I don't know if he did the music actually, but uh, he, okay, it said original music by him. Oh yeah, so the um, original. Yeah, that that that's John Carpenter, obviously. Yeah, I don't know who did the music for this one. I I didn't look that deep into it, but. Maybe maybe um, John Carpenter just kind of like was asleep at the wheel if he was involved, but um, nothing nothing too inventive. And like, I'm not shitting on the guy. He has made you know he's he's like the John Williams of horror movies, you know, with the with the music he makes. But it's just like how John Williams kind of rested on on like for episode eight and eight and nine, he kind of rested on on the themes that he already came up with, and like there wasn't any there, you know in, in those movies there wasn't too many like inventive like new scores and stuff, which. It's hard to do. I understand, um, you know, and I'm not, I'm not shitting on the guy, but um, this one just didn't have that that super magical like stinger that we all we all recognize. Like I'll always remember Shape Hunts Allison, and I'll always remember like the original Halloween theme. You know, mm-hmm. agreed. Um, all right, Danny. So overall thoughts of the movie. What's what? What are you feeling? Uh, overall thoughts. I'm feeling. And I just came out of it, but I do think this one is going to stand up to scrutiny, and I think it's going to stand up, stand the test of time, unless unless I see a bunch of people poke holes in this one, which I don't see happening. Other than maybe the the pa- the the penguin patient um, guy, kind of being because that didn't feel exactly like Michael Myers ish to me, but um, I, I, I think thought that was a good. Yeah, it, it's it's it's. I think it's going to come down. Like I said, when we were walking out of the theater, I think it's going to come down to like the big doctor twist again, where like people were on board, some people aren't, and that's fine. Um, yeah, but yeah, I think overall, I'd give this one an eighty-eight. Ooh. Yeah, because okay. I I love the kills. I love they brought back Haddonfield. They brought back all the all the old characters, and they killed them off in. I mean, not not exactly honorable ways, but at least they they came in and they had like more story to them, and they weren't just just side characters like they were in the first one. So, I just I just, I, I just love this movie, man. Yeah, I would say if you want to see this movie for you know brutal kills and just unimaginable violence that you just you know want to see for any slasher film, definitely see it because it's it's. Oh, it's rough. And, um, <laughs> it is rough. But the story itself also is really well done. It's a good continuation from the 2018 Halloween. It takes place the same night, and then it has some really cool flashbacks to the past. But the only thing that I think was slowing it down was the... I don't want to say the pacing, but like it was a little weird to see the flashbacks. And I think there's going to be a lot of scrutiny with that. Like, Yes, hardcore fans like you, Danny, are going to enjoy that. You're really going to. But for me, like, yeah, I'm a casual Halloween fan. I love them. 
but I I think it took away from the film. I really do. So which 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 flashbacks do you mean? Like, because I can agree with you in the fact that like showing one the the beginning one. I think the beginning one was too. You, they could have shortened it up because it was 20 minutes till we even got to Lori, as they were saying, which I agree. We That's where it left off. That's where we thought it was going to start. Yeah. I okay. I, I can understand that because, you know, they, they do spend a lot of time with the with the police officers. But then we have to also include Lonnie's or Lonnie's backstory where, like, he almost yeah. gets killed by the shape and stuff. So you could condense that down to maybe 10 minutes. Um, I agree with you there. Yeah. The ones that the fla- you go. No, I didn't have anything to say. I was just going to try and just just go go. <laughs> um, uh, the flashbacks that I don't don't love are just like when we when, when the, we're in the middle of the movie and then we go back to the, like the first flashback. Yeah, where like yeah. we already saw this, we understand that like we understand the con the conflict that Hawkins had and like that was a little extra. Like, did he have to? Did he have to include repetition. that? You know, um, it, was, it was unneeded in spots, but. You know what? Overall, I still think it's probably an eighty-two for me. Eighty-two, um, okay. 82, yes. It's it's good. It's really good. Um, the story's pretty. It's it's hit and miss, but we're gonna have to see what uh, Halloween Ends has to do with it, and see maybe if this kind of all works out. I guess. Um, you know, we got a year for that now. That comes out sometime next year. Hopefully, no, no more COVID happens. <laughs> Yeah, hopefully. But you know what? Yeah, they haven't. I think they were supposed to even shoot these movies back to back, and because of COVID, they couldn't. Yeah, the original so. plan was that they were going to, like, I was telling, like, we actually had a nice conversation with a guy walking out of the theater. Um, but um, I told, uh, you know, as we were talking, like, um, uh, they were originally going to have, have these movies release a month apart. So they were going to film them back to back and have them release one in October and one in November of. 2020 i think and then COVID yes. happened and everything fucked everything up but i'm still glad we got it we finally got it <laughs> and they finally got it and they it, delivered it did in my not disappoint. yeah it didn't disappoint yeah for the most part. like story-wise a little bit but like hey i, I can forgive that because it's it's a slasher film it, at the heart of it it's a slasher film yeah so it, yeah so it's like that's like that's the level that we're grading. Like I'm not saying this is going to be an all-time classic. It's not going to be like no. the original Halloween, but I think this is definitely the best most energetic sequel um that they that they've come out with. And you know, the body counts are more, the lore is like almost I you know, I don't want to shit on it because you know, the the other movies hold a dear place in my heart, but I think the lore that they remade in this is almost a little bit better. Than than what what we've been dealing with with the sister, um, with the sister aspect, um, just cause it's 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 a different it's a different well it's back to the original but it's expanded upon and I think I think this is it's really realizing John Carpenter's original vision. Yeah, that that makes sense in a way. Um, I again I don't know much about any of the like you know behind the scenes stuff in the writing room and all that about this. So like. That's that's all on you. So if what you're saying is what we're basing this off of. Them, yeah, cool. It makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. So, uh, eighty-eight, eighty-two. I mean, that's it's pretty solid for a slasher film. Yeah. Usually they're not that high. So 
Well, if we're comparing it to the original Halloween, I think I uh, we haven't reviewed it yet, but I think I would give that one like like an eighty. You know, just because that one, it's like we, it's Laurie's show. We did the original? Wait, we didn't do the original Halloween. Well, no, we, we did, did the original Halloween, but we didn't we didn't do the remake twenty eighteen. Oh, okay. Oh, 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 oh. So that one, they just off the bat, like my rating without rewatching it, I would give that one an eighty because it it was Laurie's show. But it had to recap. It had to recap, like do all like the the homages and stuff. And it had to. It was like the Force Awakens of the Halloween franchises. So like it wasn't. I mean, it definitely didn't feel like a. It like like how people were saying with this one, it didn't feel like a complete story. And I think I think if they end it with Halloween ends correctly, we'll we'll have to see. Um, but yeah, that that's that's my rambling thoughts basically on the first one. Yeah, there's a. According to the director, there's going to be a time jump between this and the third one and the the final one. So, awesome. don't know how much of a time jump, but it's going to be probably a few years. Yeah, because so. Michael's going to go into hiding, so he he only kills on Halloween. If they if they mess up yes. with that formula, I don't I'm not sure if I could could forgive that. Yeah. But yeah. All right. <laughs> well, I think. Uh, that about wraps this up. Um, so yeah, we're Movie Drunks. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok with the handle at Movie Drunks Cast. I'm Dan. I'm Danny. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Danny underscore Wass or my YouTube channel, which is just Danny Wass. And uh, pay attention to the socials for the next movie that we're going to be doing. Uh, I don't really remember what it is right now. It I never know what it is. It doesn't not matter what it is because you'll find out when we tease it this coming week. Thursdays, Fridays, somewhere in there we show you what the movie's gonna be um on facebook and instagram so keep an eye out for that but yeah until then just stay cool my friends cheers bitch Ah.